Hello friends, Zachary Stockhill here from RetroactiveJealousy.com and in today's video I'd like to talk a little bit about the connection between nutrition and mental health in the context of overcoming any kind of jealousy. In today's video I'd like to talk about something that I don't see a lot of other people talking about. We all know about the crucial importance of sleep when it comes to our mental health. We know about the importance of exercise. We know about, for the most part, about avoiding drugs and alcohol if we're struggling with any kind of mental health challenge. What I hear less often discussed, which is kind of interesting and curious to me, is the connection between nutrition and our mental health. And in this video I'd like to propose a little exercise that any retroactive jealousy sufferer, any obsessive jealousy sufferer should consider, I believe, over the next week, two weeks, or maybe even a month. Please note, obviously I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nutritionist, <laughs> so please take everything I say with a grain of salt, no pun intended. So in my adult life I've experimented with a number of different diets. I was vegetarian, mostly vegetarian for around I think four years. I did years of strict keto, strict low-carb diet. I've done years of paleo uh, eating. I've experimented with a lot of different diets and I'm a guy who really loves food so I've eaten all kinds of food um, from all over the world and uh, obviously whichever country I was living in I was eating mostly that diet. So for six months when I was living in Colombia I was eating a mainly Colombian diet. My years in Thailand I ate a lot of absolutely wonderful Thai food. China, ditto, India, ditto, everywhere I've lived, Canada, I've eaten a lot of the local cuisine. So I think I have a pretty good grasp on my own body and my own personal nutrition and what feels best for me. And this is a really important point that I'm going to come back to a little bit later. And what I have found when thinking about what I'm eating and my mental health is that for me, I'm not saying for you, but for Zach, what feels best for me from a mental health perspective is when I am eating mostly low carb. So mostly meat and vegetables. My diet these days is pretty boring. Um, it's challenging sometimes because I live in Indonesia and I really like Indonesian food but I'm having to stay away from it a lot of the time because a lot of the Indonesian food is kind of starchy and a lot of rice and good stuff like that which doesn't always entirely agree with me. These days I eat mostly pretty low carb, kind of a pseudo keto paleo type diet. This is what's best for my body, this is what's best for my energy levels and I believe this is what's best for my mental health. Now obviously when we're struggling with any kind of mental health problems whether it's depression or anxiety or retroactive jealousy or OCD or anything else there are a lot of variables involved. Our surroundings, the amount of sleep we're getting, the amount of drugs and alcohol we're ingesting, our relationship status, there's a bunch of variables involved. It's not as simple as merely changing our diet and everything is better. However, facing different challenges in my life such as the death of loved ones and retroactive jealousy years ago and whatever it was, I have found that my levels of unease, discomfort, agitation, anger, sadness were for me seemingly jacked up higher when I was eating a mostly high carb diet. So lots of bread, pasta, rice, things like that, lots of processed sugar. And when I've been eating differently, when I've been eating a mostly low carb diet, virtually zero processed sugar, you know, fruit once in a while, glass of wine at night, but nothing too crazy. In general, I feel better prepared for life's challenges. I feel calmer. I feel like I'm better to be around. <laughs> I feel like I'm more pleasant to be around. And just in general, the more consistent my level of energy throughout the day. So that is what works for me. But I would encourage you, because obviously we're all different here, I would encourage you to experiment with a range of diets or even just reflect 
in your life and think about the ways you ate at different moments in your life and ask yourself if there isn't a connection there. Do you think there might be a connection between what you're eating at any certain moment in life and your state of happiness, shall we say, on that particular day? Do you see any connection there? Are there trends? Was there a month where you ate like garbage and felt like garbage emotionally, psychologically? Because my bet is that there is a connection there. And there's a lot of people online sort of trying to sell their diet as the end-all be-all diet, eat like this or you're never going to lose weight or whatever it is. There's a lot of people who are fanatical vegans and big game hunters and carnivore diets and everything in between. But from my perspective, what I believe that most men and women should do is find out what works best for them. Because studies have shown there's a lot of variations in different body types and the way different people respond to different diets. So I would encourage you to experiment with what works best for you. If you try a low-carb, kind of paleo-esque diet and hate it and feel awful, then Godspeed and go find something that works for you. I'd be wary of people selling diets on the idea that this is the universal human diet because I don't believe for the most part there is one diet that is going to work best for everyone. So think a little more about the connection between your nutrition and your mental health. You can keep a food diary or even just a mental diary, whatever works best. But I'd encourage you to think more about this because this is something that I'm really glad I've thought hard about over the past, say, half decade or so. It's made a big difference in my life. And I believe that if you think about it and work out your own answers, your own solutions, it can make a big difference in yours. And I do believe it'll help you as you work to overcome any kind of challenge relating to mental health, whether it's specifically retroactive jealousy, obsessive jealousy, or retroactive jealousy OCD. Thanks for watching this video, bit of food for thought. Sorry, terrible joke, terrible pun. Uh, if you benefited from this, uh, please let me know by clicking the like button below, making sure you are subscribed to my channel, and I'll talk to you again very soon. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.